Boys podcast. Kirk, let's, yes. let's crack a couple of Green Boys. Fuck yeah. Ah, cracking them greenies. Yeah, that's good lime seltzer. Now, I often say the official drink of our podcast is lime seltzer, whatever brand you yes. want. Yes. Because we don't advertise and they're all the same. Yes. Any brand is good. But I'm putting my money where my mouth is this time because despite saying that, we always have the same brand. Yes, this is different. The, we, we always drink, I'll call it the Midwest seltzer because it's from the Midwest. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, the brand that is very popular now with millennials yes. was around for years and marketed to like Midwest housewives oh and God. was available only regionally in like Wisconsin okay. or something. Um, but tonight we're drinking the New England brand, the, the one that's popular where I'm from, but I'm not going to name it. This is good. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's not necessarily the Fanta version of what we normally have, but it is slightly lesser. Um, <laughs> get out of my point. <laughs> Meaning it doesn't have the pop and pizzazz of our original. It has more of it. Because it's from New England? Yes. Gosh, Everything from New England is Spoken better. like a fucking New Englander. <laughs> then there's also the French uh, Green Boys. Green Boys, I just call any lime seltzer <laughs> is a Green Boy. Green Boy now. The green I Boy. Love it. Yeah. Cracking the Green Boys. There's the Italian. I don't know if the Italian seltzer even makes flavored versions. I, don't, I only know the original. Yeah. I don't think there's any. The French one does. The French, French one has many flavors. different ones, yes. Uh, it has a few. So there's the French seltzer, the Italian seltzer, the Midwest seltzer. The New England seltzer, and then your like generic supermarket seltzer. Yes. Any one of them is fine. They're all good. Yeah, I have no problem with a little uh, sippy. I, I liked the one, the Texas seltzer that we had, but they didn't have plain lime. They only yeah. had lemon lime. If they grow, maybe they'll they'll offer a Green Boy. I'm but. selling. Hey, if you guys want to send us some, we'll promote that one. I won't say it now because no, they haven't sent us. Because they haven't free stepped advertising. up to the mic. They already got some free advertising yeah, when we talked about. They're it. fine. It's the Waterboys podcast. <laughs> Waterboys cracking the greenies. But you don't like the New England as good, as much as the Midwest, huh? It's a, it's a little watered down. Oh, I think it has I think it has more flavor but less bite. It's a little I like sweeter. the bite. It's I like a little the, sweeter. I want the bite. Yeah, yeah. sweeter. Even though there's no, <laughs> no sweetener at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's awesome how we start off this music podcast with. That's what we do now. It's the Waterboys podcast. It's the Waterboys podcast, man. The mini is for whatever. Yes. <laughs> More importantly, it's for the water. I want to bring up something that is relevant in music now. Ooh. Yeah. So like 2002, So like 2003-ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's relevant now, but then goes back to the past. Okay. Um, very recently, Beyonce dropped her single, uh, Break My Break My Soul? Mm-hmm. Break My Soul. And it's fucking great. And you know why it's great? Because it's sample a something house. good? No, it's a house music song. Oh, is it house? It's house. Okay. It's fucking house. She's doing the Bruno Mars thing now. Yeah. Just... And I was just like, all of a sudden doing house, and I was like, wow, this is fucking great. And then my kids were like, oh yeah, Drake dropped the whole album that's house music. Huh. And... I listened to it. It's lesser. Yeah. It's not as good. It's Drake doing house. But I'm just amazed that in the span of a week that there's two major artists bringing back house. House is back. Sure. House never really went away, but it it uh, went back underground a little bit. Yeah. Right? yeah. And this stuff sounds like, particularly Beyonce's, it sounds like 90s house. 
I'll check it out. You and I have both been traditionally kind of lukewarm on Beyonce. I, I celebrate the hits. I don't yeah. celebrate the deep cuts. I yeah, I cherry pick certain songs that I like, certain yes. songs I really don't like. Yeah, agree. Um, but I've never been like blown away by Beyonce, which I know is sacrilegious, sacrilegious. Yeah. To, to a lot of people, but I just don't get it. So it's like she's my generation's Whitney Houston that way. I could see. Like, I yeah, understand she's what you're talented. saying. I get why people like her, I guess. But to me, it's kind of too packaged and I, the songs aren't really there for me and she's not my favorite. I like to more when she was destined to <laughs> well, Sure. <laughs> but even Lily, when she heard this, she was like, She's like, you know what? I kind of like it. I'm not going to say anything more about it because I don't want Beyonce's beehive to get mad at me. Even if I'm in my own home because they're everywhere. Yeah, they're listening. They're listening. She's like, I'm not going to speak bad on Beyonce because I can't. I hate fandoms. (laughs) Unless it's about greenies. (laughs) Well, greenies, okay. That's confusing. Because greenies refers to a very different specific thing. Yeah. Um... I don't even know what drug it was. There were greenies. I thought it was speed. Was it? Well, they were all speed. They were all they? speed. Yeah. 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 Um, green boys. Green boys. We'll call them green boys. Are lime seltzers. Yes. Greenies are a pill that people took in the sel- uh, in the 70s along with, were they just called blackies? I've heard of blackies, yeah. And uh, there were red ones, I there think. There were red ones yeah. called reds. I think they were all diet pills. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It's all just a federal. And then there were lewds, but those weren't any color. Those were just white. They were just white. Now they don't have them anymore. Yeah. I don't think they have any of that shit anymore. Oh, that's why That's why society's going down the tube. That's that's why. Yes. Because there's not because there's not enough prescription drugs. Yes, anymore. exactly. You hear it here on the Water Boys. Yeah. That's interesting. I'll check out the Beyonce right I, You might like the, the Drake. I don't really like Drake, so I'm like, it's okay. It's kind of the same. Yeah. We're just a couple of old heads, really. Yeah, I'm like... But uh, Beyonce's been around for for 25 yeah. years. And I've always been kind of mad. It, my reaction to most Beyonce things is, yeah, that's great. That's fine. That's fine. I, I can see that. I really like Single Ladies. I really like Love on Top. Love, Love on Top. And, and for the most part, the rest is like, yeah, sure. I like uh, Crazy in Love. Hated Crazy in God Love. God damn you. That really, yeah. Uh, love... The slow jam, me, myself, and I. It's kind of a, uh, mm-hmm. a slow F jam. And then the one, uh, irreplaceable, to the left, to the left. Everything right, yeah, sure. We, we looked that at that on the show, I think. Yeah. That's the one that... You don't like that either. It, it does It just... None of it sticks. Like, it just doesn't stick for me. I can see that. Yeah. Um, wait till the beehive gets a hold of this Oh, my God. We're going to be canceled. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we're immune to that shit. That's right. Because we don't have any advertisers or listeners. Yes, it's just <laughs> two of us speaking into the ether. Let's go to the training card corner. Right. We've got another pack of Pro Set Superstars music cards from 1990 or 91. Uh, sometimes we open these and take a trip back in time for 30 years. <laughs> yes. And we often find out about bands we never heard of in the first place. Yes. Even or, though these are 30 years old. And, and many times we have repeats. We're getting to the point where we're getting many repeats. We're yeah. almost guaranteed repeats. Yes. Yeah. I bet there there seems to be an LL Cool J card in every. I feel like there's going to be a Madonna or LL Cool J card <laughs> or a Janet Jackson in this. Let me just throw away the little coupon cards here. Shuffle them up. Shuffle them up. 
And I'll give you first pick. I'm feeling really excited and optimistic that there's going to be something like, oh, shit. Even though we're getting a lot of doubles. That's the word for for trading cards. It's doubles. Uh, Have it, have it, got it, got it, need it, need it. Um, There's still usually some surprises Mm -hmm. and some good cards that we haven't seen yet. I'm going to go right here. Okay. Oh, fuck. No one wants this card. <laughs> no one wants this card. Are you sure? Yes, because it's Ted Nugent. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a couple of Ted Nugent songs I like. I Even before he just went full just insane, I've hated Ted Nugent. Sure, okay. Hate the whole music thing. Stranglehold rules. Ugh, all of it. <laughs> Ted Nugent. The gonzo showmanship of Detroit-born guitarist-vocalist Ted Nugent first attracted international attention during his eight-year tenure at the helm of the The Amboy Dukes. Dukes. Since going solo in 1975, he has released 13 albums, and in 1988 formed yet another group, Damn Yankees. (laughs) The uncompromising, unflinchingly determined way in which Nugent has pursued his life's calling, made him not only a rock star, but something of a contemporary folk hero as well. Not for me. Uh, Stranglehold rules. You're more than welcome to do what you want with that card. (laughs) Flush it down the toilet. Yeah. I don't think I have it yet. Um, Oh, I don't even have to trade for it? Nope. He sucks. Yeah. He's a good guitar player, I guess. Um, And there's a couple of songs that I like. Okay. Uh, And I saw him live. Open for Kiss. That's in two thousand. Yeah. Did he do Rock and Roll Hoochie No, that's Rick Derringer. Okay. You're thinking of uh, I don't know, Wango Tango. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. Stranglehold is cool, and um, there was a, his lead singer Derek something was good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. I choose this one. Oh, Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Another Jimi Hendrix. Was this the same one we already had where he's li- at the Monterey Pop yep. Festival? Yeah. Where he's lighting the guitar yep. on fire iconically. Seattle-born guitarist Jimi Hendrix began his career as a sideman for such R&B artists as Little Richard and the Isley Brothers. The Jimi Hendrix experience formed in England in 1966 made its stunning U.S. debut at the Monterey International Pop Festival the following year. Although he died in 1970 at age 27, his innovations continue, continue to inspire musicians throughout the world. I think I've read that before. Yep, that's exactly the same copy. <laughs> that's all right. Still a dope card, though. Jimi Hendrix rules forever. I think I gave, we traded for that one. Mm. All right, here we go. Oh, God damn it. Uh-oh. I think we've drawn dead today. <laughs> Dread Zeppelin. Oh, no. <laughs> we, we had that one when Isabel was on the show because yep. she had never heard of them before. Oh, and Jesus we had to describe Christ. it to her. You don't even have to read it. No. We've been there. And just uh, for, for the folks out there, there's... Yeah. Some guy in a bikini showing his butt, one of the members, because that's funny. I mean, I guess we looked at that. I think there can't different... be multiple Dread Zeppelin cards in this. No. Set. That would be insane. No. They, of course, did reggae covers of Led Zeppelin yes. songs, and their lead singer was a Elvis impersonator. Yeah. No, thank you. Stupid. Yeah. Okay. Dumbasses. <laughs> I choose this card. Okay, John Lennon. All right, sure. We haven't had that before. I'm I'm actually a little surprised. The famous picture of him giving the peace sign. Yeah. Uh, in front of the Statue of Liberty, I think, or is this? Can't see it on the in the card. I can't it's see it. Out. I'm going to say yes. And I, 
Because he was living in New York then. In the 80s, right, so. right. Uh, John Le- now, who's John Lennon? Let's find out. Hmm, I've never heard. John Lennon's music and message live on. Just as the Persian Gulf War was breaking out, because it's 1991, <laughs> okay. an updated all-star rendition of his classic Give Peace a Chance was issued. Many of his greatest performances, with the Beatles and after, are collected on the motion picture soundtrack album Imagine, 1988. The four-CD box set Lennon, 1990, provides a retrospective of his post-Beatles work. I like that the card, like, just assumes, you know who this guy is. Yeah, like, you get Here's it. a couple of recent yeah. details and the most famous musician ever who's been dead for 10 yeah. years. There's some fun facts, but yeah. you get it. Yeah. You get it. Right, this, is, this is a rough batch for me so far. Yeah. I'm not feeling any of it. Until I got... Oh, God damn it. What have you done to this pack? It's all you, man. Santa. You had your fingers on one that you would have wanted. Uh, and, you, and you pulled the one next to it. It's fucking Santana. Ugh. A third generation musician, guitarist Carlos Santana was born in Atulan, Jalisco, Mexico. He formed the Santana Blues Band in San Francisco in 1966. Combining Afro-Latin rhythms with blues and rock, the band Santana has appeared at Woodstock 1969, the US Festival 1982, and Live Aid 1985, and in 44 states and 46 countries. The group is one of only eight acts to have had top ten albums. <clears throat> Getting emotional. <laughs> in the 1960s, <clears throat> 1970s, and 1980s. And in eight years, they'll release the song Smooth with uh, Rob Thomas. From a band you haven't heard of yet called Matchbox 20. And that song sucks. You won't like it, but you won't be able to avoid it. For like an 18-month yep. period, you'll hear it at least once a day. But maybe, just maybe, a couple years later, you'll like the Michelle Branch song that he does with her. No, you won't. Oh, I like this. <laughs> Little bit. It's kind of catchy. Sometimes I could just, like, I'll just hear that opening riff from Smooth, Smooth. in my head. Uh, and I'll be like, so big, yeah, I so know. big, and it wasn't even good. No, it wasn't even a song that like you got sick of because they overplayed it. It was bad from the jump. Yes, and then they overplayed. Yes, it. they overplayed the crappiness. <laughs> uh, we're so grumpy. Uh, <laughs> These cards are making me cranky pants. Uh, I'm gonna reshuffle because I know where that good one was. Ugh. And what yeah, else? Gonna, there, there's at least one good one in here. One of us is gonna get it. Is it gonna be me? Not uh, yet. Yeah, I pulled. Okay, this is the band we've never heard of of, okay. of the pack. All right, the London Choir Boys. Oh come but, on! But it's Q U I R E B O Y S. Choir Boys. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna most definitely say fuck these guys. Uh, they look like they, they look could like be ministry, a hair band, like they, a hair they, band, but they might be like ministry and ministry yeah. rules. So yeah, they're pretty. Good. Uh, formed in London in 1986, the London Choir Boys built their reputation through live performances. A tape of the Sextet's performance of the at the 1987 Reading Festival was broadcast on the BBC. Following the successes of two singles, Mayfair and There She Goes Again. And I wonder if that's one, like, another version of There, there She Goes Again. There She Goes yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but probably not. Yeah. They recorded their first album, A Bit of What You Fancy in 1990, which opened on the British charts 
the week after its release at number two. Jesus. The single Hey You ranked number one on the UK metal chart. So they are. Uh, it's a metal, band, okay. But it's a UK metal band yeah. that I guess never crossed over because I've never heard of. Never? The London Choir Boys. The London Choir Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, London Choir but, Boys. Yeah, but I love it as like we always get at least one band like this yeah. in every pack. Who's like, just like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, and who is like... What kid is like, oh, fuck yeah, London Choir Boys, I got their card. Yeah, but then we're always so snobby and dismissive of it. And then I look it up later and it turns out like they're still together and yeah. like really popular where they're from. Yeah. And they've just been they've just been doing it for decades. Doing it for decades. That's so, all they know. So I'm curious to know whatever became of the London Are Choir Boys. Are you going to like search them on Spotify and listen to them? Probably not <laughs> because it says they're metal and yeah. I see how they look and it's like... The British Mr. Big. <laughs> so I yeah. don't think I need to. Okay, I'll give you I need this card. Yeah, I know there's a good one in here, man. There's four left. Get my energy going. Fanning it out. Nope. You didn't. I don't know what you pulled, but it's not the one I was thinking of. I mean, I, what the fuck is going on with me today? Is this another one you don't know? Excel? No, that's... EX... Spreadsheet software. Yeah. So this is a whole Spreadsheet software sheet. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Which I'll keep because I like Excel. Okay. Now look at these guys. Oh, they could be cool because they're real. They look like they're from Arizona. Like they look like the meat puppets or something. Yeah. I'm getting like, yeah. Excel, Don Clements vocals, Adam Siegel guitar, Sean Ross bass, and Greg Zentz drums was formed in 1985 out of the remains of the seminal Los Angeles Hardcore band oh, okay. Chaotic Noise. Okay, so they're punk. They're hardcore. That's do you, do you cool. know Chaotic Noise? No. Okay. No. Uh, attempting to describe the band's music, a reviewer for Rip Magazine stated, quote, crossover skate rock metalcore. <laughs> People spend too much time trying to categorize heavy music that has a punk attitude. Albums, Split Image 1987, and The Joke's on You 1989. Hmm. Sure. Not for you. Not for not for Kirkies. Um there's one in here that the one I'm I've been talking about that yeah. I think I don't know, you might hate this. You might hate them. Okay. But I don't think so. There's one in here that I want. And there's another one in here that I think you want. Okay. That I don't I just want one because I don't want any of these. But it's my turn to pick. Alright, this is the one I've been talking about. Okay. But I'll, maybe I'll trade it to you later. I got nothing. Tone Loke. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, Tone Loke. I like Tone Loke, I like man. Tone Loke. I, uh, I, I heard a bit recently. I can't remember if it was on a podcast or if it was a comedian or a friend of mine did. I don't remember where I heard it. But it was a bit where someone was like saying song lyrics in the style of a local news reporter finishing their story. Mm -hmm. And the example was, but that's what happens when bodies start slapping from doing the wild thing. Back to you. <laughs> Back Sharon? to you, Chet. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I that's just, great. I've just been walking around saying that to myself <laughs> to make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, I love the wild thing and the funky cold Medina. They deep, completely hold up. The deep cuts, I got it going on. The other yeah. deep cut, the, the the weed song, Chiba Chiba. Sure. I mean, Tone Loke has a cool voice. Yeah. But 
he sort of like had a couple big hits and then you know was in that Disney movie and then kind of he, disappeared. He kind of did some more acting. He, like I've seen him in like being like uh, serious stuff, like being like a gangster. And you're like, yeah. fuck, you're pretty good because you seem so kind of goofy and nice. Yeah, he's good at being like a hardcore gangster. He's like Young MC, where sort of like his hits were too big as pop hits, and it almost like kind of sank him. Well, you know, Young MC. Wrote those uh, big two big hits, Funky Cole Medina, and that's probably why I can. And a lot of things, yeah, yeah, so yeah. He wrote, he helped write those. Yeah, uh, they're funny. Yeah, they're good. He has a cool voice. Love Tone Loke. Love Tone Loke. Tone Loke gets his name from the days when he was a member of the Los Angeles street of a Los Angeles street gang. Tone is short for Tony, and Loke for Loco. Crazy Tony. <laughs> Crazy Tony. Uh, these days, the rap star spends at least one day a week speaking to young children about the dangers of being involved in gang life. Good for him. Tone Loke, he rules. Tone Loke rules. That's the best card so far. Yeah, there's two more left. All right. One's for me and one's for you. Do you want me to just give you the one I think is yeah, for you? Yeah, do that. Okay. I have my eyes closed. Here I go. <laughs> Dude, yeah. no joke. Uh-huh. I just put their one big song on my jog playlist okay like literally seven days ago okay information society yeah that's kirk this is a fucking great band yeah from minneapolis did not know that i thought they were from like england the hometown of prince and the replacements information society offers a third music alternative not really they had two songs (laughs) although influenced by both the trio came up with what member Paul Robb calls, quote, a new kind of techno-funk dance group. I agree with that. Albums, Information Society, 1988, and Hack, 1990. Members, Paul Robb, James Cassidy, and Kurt Valaquin. I want to know what you're thinking. Is there something on your mind? Is that fucking jam? Yeah. Pure energy. Yeah, we've... Did we watch a video? Oh, I think we watched it. Before? Yeah. yeah. They've definitely come up before. Yeah. That's why I thought you liked that. this song. I, I mean, I literally heard this this morning, Johnny. I heard it this morning. Okay, I'm How so excited. I had a feeling, so that one's yours, and I get to keep. And I'm so psyched about this. The Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> That's so fucking Paul. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you already mentioned Ministry. Who's better than Ministry? Well, Sisters, Sisters of Mercy, of Mercy is, is definitely fucking better. love this. I yeah. mean, like my favorite goth band, which is. Not a hot take. They're like the goth band that people who aren't really goth like, I guess. But yeah, it's just cool to say like I'm really into Sisters of Mercy. Yeah, and look how fucking badass that picture is. That lead singer is fucking cool. Yeah, fucking way cool. This corrosion. I know that's you remember. I'm sure yeah. they played it on MTV in yeah. the day. I'm sure. I know that's, um, that's like the like the other than maybe Bella Lugosi's Dead by Bauhaus, mm-hmm. like the goth song that everyone knows. Yeah, everyone right? knows Bella Lugosi's Dead. Too. And the Sisters of Mercy, of course, did. Uh, that clip that's like my favorite thing we've ever watched on the podcast where someone cut scenes from Metropolis. Yes. Oh, I love oh, that. Man. Yeah, that was Sisters that Mercy. That was great. I forgot that was Sisters Mercy. That's amazing. Led by vocalist, vocalist slash lyricist slash producer slash graphic designer. Okay. Calm Andrew down. Eldritch. Calm down, Andrew. <laughs> Not, uh, I'm 99% sure his... Real name isn't Andrew Eldridge. Yeah. If you're going to change your last name to Eldridge, why stick with Andrew? Yeah, move that. <laughs> move that one, too. Yeah. Uh, the Sisters of Mercy began in Leeds, England in 1980. Part of the growing industrial-style movement, they rely on guitars and a drum machine dubbed Dr. Avalanche. That's D-O-K-T-O-R. Doctor. God, come Dr. on, Dr. Avalanche. Guys. For their sound. Albums. 
First and Last and Always, 1985. Floodland, 1987. That's the big one. And mm. Vision Thing, 1990. Members, Andrew Eldridge Vocals, Andreas Brun, Guitar, Tony James, Bass, and Tim Burkino on bass. Great Two name. bass players. Great name for a guitarist. Uh, sure. They're all great names. The Sisters of Mercy is a badass so name for great a great fucking name. They're just the coolest. Yeah. Uh, all shades and leather jackets. Yep. and All fucking attitude and one guy smoking a cigarette. Yeah. That's cool. They rule. That's a good one. Uh, I will trade you Tone Loke. I'll give you literally everything because I don't want any of it. I don't want none of it. If you want to keep Tone Loke on your stand, you I'm want, quite happy with information. So you don't like want the nuge pinned up on you your don't bulletin want board? any of that. Oh, look at that. That's a great picture of Tone Loke, too, with the shades half down. Yeah. Looking cool on uh, probably Venice Beach right there. Take Dread Zappo off my hands. I have it already. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Take the bullet. Put it in I'm very room. curious about Excel. Oh boy. They I mean, look like they could be the best band ever or the worst band ever. They look like they suck. <laughs> they look like you would think <laughs> yeah, they suck. Yeah, that's fair enough. I might think they rule. I can't wait to hear. I'm not curious about the, was it Los Choir Boys or whatever? Yeah, the London Choir Boys. The London Choir Boys. Choir I'm not Boys. curious about them. I'm yeah. curious about Excel. If they're still around, I'm, they must have changed their name once the Microsoft to. software They would have had to. They'd be like, hey, we can't be called <laughs> That's so lame, yeah, guys. The software for accountants. Yes. Right now, no one's going to take it seriously. They're As out. a rock band. No. That was, I'm real happy with Information Society. That's I thought you would That's be. great. Yeah. That is great. Uh, now it's time for the music trivia quiz. Uh. This is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music-themed expansion pack to the board game Trivial Pursuit. These questions were published in 1985, which means they're about music only from before 1985, which means the quiz is hard. Mm -hmm. I won last time. Yes. I have a one-game winning streak. One-game winning streak. No one heard me win it. (laughs) So well, they heard me answer my questions. They didn't hear you get only one right. <laughs> so they just assumed. So I, it wasn't. There was actually no technical glitch. I just wanted to save you the humiliation because <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, yeah no, that that's not true. Point. It was. Uh, I hope. I hope it looks like we're still recording. Uh, I hope it will maintain through the end. Yes. Since I'm defending my win, I'll ask you yes. questions first. So choose so your. I'm going to choose this packet. Okay. And then I'm going to choose this card. Okay. Now, I do want to point out that tonight your card choosing skills have been piss poor. <laughs> but let's hope. Why let's do you hope, say that? Because uh, because of what happened oh, in Trading cards. Card Corner. Oh, yeah. Trading Card Corner was a shit, shit, yeah. shit storm. Yeah, well, let's so. hope not, now it's a new segment. Yes. It's a new day for you. Can you feel a brand new day? I'm going to get some light so I can read this. <clears throat> All right. I'm ready. What country songstress is backed by the Do-Rights? Who is backed by the Do-Rights? That's D-O hyphen R-I-T-E-S, like Rite Aid. Tammy Wynette. Barbara Mandrell. Oh, fuck! Your girlfriend. My girl! Yeah. Had no idea. She was backed by the Do-Rights. All right. Uh, your mother should know. What does Irving Berlin want us to, quote, come along, come on along, end quote, and listen to? The Lullaby of Broadway. That came to you very quickly. Come on along and a, listen for to. For a wrong answer. No. <laughs> Alexander's Ragtime Band. Come on along, come on along. 
Oh, okay, okay. Is it the same song? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I don't know any of what just happened. <laughs> Your answer, the right answer, all mysterious. No, I know both songs. I didn't know that Gershwin did that one. Uh, it wasn't Gershwin. It was Irving Ar- Berlin. Irving Berlin, sorry. Uh, 1950s. What little ditty was the biggest hit for the Diamonds? What little ditty was the biggest hit for the Diamonds? Is this the 50s? The 50s. I'm going to guess this diamond ring. Lil Darlin. Little Darling. Don't, don't know it. Uh, 1960s. You, I've got zero. You've got zero so yeah. far. We're halfway through. But you can still get par. Here we go. What powerful beach flick introduced little Stevie Wonder to the big screen? Beach Blanket Bingo. Sorry, Muscle Beach Party. I don't even know what that is. It's another one of the Beach Party movies. I think it came before Beach Blanket Bingo, but I'm not sure about wow. that. I had no idea. Uh... After the Beatles, this is 70s and early 80s, what satanic rocker, I'm sorry, what's satanic rocker Ozzy Osbourne's favorite 1973 movie? So he's not satanic. Come on now. Jesus Christ. What's his favorite 1973, 1973 movie? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Exorcist. Oh, okay. I see what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's even true or if they've just said it's probably his favorite movie. Let's just say it is and move on. He's not going to know that we did the question. Yeah. You've got one question left. One more chance to not get shut out. I'm blaming XL. (laughs) Why XL? Because they're fucking awful. Why not Ted Nugent? Because Ted Nugent has at least some sort of like... You don't know if XL is... Excel might be your favorite band <laughs> if you, you hear that. Because I love hardcore punk. <laughs> Anything goes is the category. <clears throat> okay, this is a Barbara Mandrell question. Oh, no. And it's multiple choice. Oh, God. And it's real weird. How long is the rod Dr. David Jones inserted in Barbara Mandrell's thigh? <laughs> Come on. Six inches, nine inches, or one foot? One foot. Correct. Yes. You got one, Oof. buddy. Didn't get bacon. Good for you. It sucks to get zero. <laughs> sucks getting zero. I'll take a one. I got one last week. I got one this week. That's fine. And you redeemed yourself of getting a Barbara Mandrell question correct. Yeah. So. God damn. That was a hard <laughs> That fucking, was a really tough That was ridiculous. Part. Yeah. Hopefully mine will be uh, easier. I choose you, Pikachu. I choose, choose you. And it has a picture of a train. All right. <laughs> There's a picture of a train. Cover notes. What kind of records did RCA Victor first demonstrate on September 17th, 1931? What kind of records? What kind of records? 45s. 45. 33 and a third RPM albums. The other RPM. The other one. The Louis Armstrong of albums. Damn it. Mom. What Pops conductor was nicknamed Coasty? K-O-S-T-I. K O S T I. Uh, Kosterman. Andre Kostelinets. Yeah, that guy. Oof, 50s. Who had fans crying with, You don't owe me a thing in 
Leslie Gore. I'm just saying that because I thought of You Don't Own Me. Johnny Ray. Okay. It's okay. We're getting into the, the meat here. so I... now, now I'm halfway through with zero. Yes. So, 60s. We tie with What weight? song did see... Wait, sorry. What, uh, 60s. What song sees Smokey Robinson demand, take a good look at my face? The Tracks of My Tears. Correct. Okay, tied. we're tied. All right. After Beatles... What fraternal trio hit huh? with Pop That Thang in 72? Pop That Thang is in uh, is italicized. Yeah. First I was going to say the Bee Gees, but no. They didn't do a song called Pop That Thang. Pop That Thang. The OJs? The Isley Brothers. Oh, wait, well, read the question again? What fraternal trio uh-huh. hit with Pop That Thing in 72? I inserted a word that you did not say. I, th- I was thinking first hit. Oh, okay. And I, and I ruled out the Isley Brothers. All right, tied. Anything goes. Mm-hmm. What allows the tonal characteristics of an acoustic guitar to be projected? The, <laughs> I don't know the technical term for it. Is it enough to say the whole? No. No. Um, I, I will say that you're close. The, There's a word you're missing. Yeah. The something hole. Uh, the, is it called the sound hole? That is correct. Okay. Nice. Well thought out. Yes. Yes. The sound I, hole. Uh, I didn't know if it was something more technical than that. Nope. Just the sound. Because that sounds like something an idiot would call it. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could hear the sound coming out of the sound hole. You know the sound hole? That's the thing that the music comes in. But it was enough for me to win. Wow. Nice take is that too. If I win again next time, I get candy. Oh, that's brutal. So I'll have to buy candy next time. You will. Yeah. That's the only that's the only thing I like about us uh, starting over is I'm like, cool, I don't have to make a special trip to the yeah. store to get candy. Nah, next week you're gonna have to because it's yep. a two game win streak. And I think this will be the first time since we started the prize part of the game for one of us to have two streaks in a row without the other getting some candy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. That's uh, correct. So that'll be nice. That'll be fun. But you'll try to stop me. I will. And you just might, because this is another one we, we were both we sad. Really shit the I won on. two to one. Two to one. You won on sound hole. Yeah. Uh, but that's the end of the mini episode. Bye. Bye.